Welcome to the Classroom Commute Podcast, a podcast for elementary teachers who want to feel inspired each week on your ride into school. I'm your host, Rachel, and my goal is to give you simple and actionable 21st century teaching strategies that you can take into your classroom to spark the love of learning in your students. You are already amazing, and together we're going places. Thanks for taking me along for the ride. Well, hey there, it's Rachel, and I'm so glad you're joining me for another episode of The Classroom Commute, or if you're new, welcome for the first time. I'm so glad that you've found your way over here and you can join us today. Before we get started, I wanted to remind you that you can get access to a free members resource library over on the website, classroomnook.com. And at the top, you'll find a link to how to join for free, and you'll get access to dozens of resources for you, your students, as well as some video tutorials that you can watch as well. So if you are not already a free member, go ahead and join me there at classroomnook.com, and you will find the link at the top of the page. Now, as we begin today's episode, I want to tell you a little fun fact about me that you may not know. I used to be a group exercise instructor. (laughs) Now, before you start thinking about Richard Simmons or Denise Austin or any of those fitness instructors from back in the day that used to have their videos that you would play in your living room and work out at home, it was not like that. I actually took a course at my local YMCA and I learned how to teach spinning and high-intensity interval training and body conditioning and tons of other exercise format classes and I loved it. I mean, what could be better than getting paid to work out, right? If you're the kind of person that needs a lot of motivation to work out, um, become a group exercise instructor and they'll pay you to do it. (laughs) Anyway, one of the important skills of a group exercise instructor is to have the ability to choose really great motivating music because nobody's going to want to do a burpee if the music is dull and boring. No, you need to choose really powerful and upbeat and exciting music to motivate the people in your exercise class. So why am I telling you this? Well, because I have learned just how powerful music can be. It can influence the way that we feel and the way that we think. Music can even have a huge influence on our students in the classroom. You don't have to be a music teacher to use music in your classroom. In fact, you should be using music in your classroom regardless of what you teach. And so today I'm going to give you some ideas of how you might use it in your classroom. We're going to listen to some examples and hopefully you'll take an idea or two back to your classroom with your students. So here are some of my favorite ways. The first way is to play music as students are arriving in the morning to help set the tone for your day. If your mornings are often hectic and crazy, then consider playing calming and reflective and relaxing music as students are arriving, like this. Or, if you want to have a lively and exciting start to your day, play some upbeat music to help set that tone as well. Here's an example. The music that you play in the morning can be a cue to your student as to what kind of morning they can expect. You can also play music as a signal for a change of activity. If you want your students to wrap up their math centers or head back to their seats after reader's workshop, 
play a predetermined tune to let the students know that they need to clean up and head back before the song is up. Of course, you'll need to let the students know ahead of time what this song is and use that same song over and over so that they know what to do when they hear that song. This is an easy classroom management technique. And you can even switch it up throughout the year. So for example, as you're heading into the holiday season, maybe you switch your signal to a Christmas theme song or Here Comes Peter Cottontail at Easter time, just as long as students know what to listen for. Another way that you can use music in your classroom is to have students sing about what you're learning. There are so many learning videos on YouTube that have songs that you can just basically type in any topic into the YouTube search bar and come up with tons of options. Spotify is another resource where you can find a lot of learning songs. In fact, there's a Spotify channel called Have Fun Teaching, and they have songs for just about any topic. There's a water cycle song. I saw ones for adjectives and other parts of speech. Just tons and tons that you can choose from. So check out YouTube, check out Spotify, and type in the topic that you're wanting a song for and see what comes up. If you can, print out the lyrics or type up the lyrics and then print them out for the song that you're going to be playing so that students can sing along. Similar to playing music as students are coming in as they get in in the morning, you can also play music while they're working either in small groups or independently at their seats. Again, it's a great mood setter, and it also drowns out some of the extra sounds going on in the classroom, like students moving around at their seat, tapping pencils, sharpening pencils, to help students focus in on just what they're working on. But you definitely want to choose music that's instrumental and not vocals so that students aren't distracted by the lyrics and then you find yourself with a bunch of students singing along and distracting others that way. The next way that I like to use music in the classroom is to use music to manage the energy level in the classroom. If students are usually rowdy after returning from lunch or a special, play some calming music to bring their energy back down. Maybe have them sit at their desk with their heads down for a few minutes, close their eyes, and just refocus for the next activity. You can also use music for brain breaks. If your students have been sitting for a while or have been doing this, the same activity for a while, they're going to need a break. So just put on a, a song that they can dance to for two to three minutes and just kind of shake it out, wiggle it out, and get their body ready to get back into learning mode. We don't want students to think that school is all about just sitting still, and music is a great way to add a little movement into their day and give their brains a little break. Play music in your classroom to celebrate learning. When you want to let your students know that they rock or that they did something great, play that celebration song. You know, this one. I know I'm not the only one that wanted to get up and dance right there, am I right? That song gets everybody excited. So if you want to do this in your classroom, put on that song, have students walk on a little red carpet while the music plays, and you can celebrate individual accomplishments. Just do it once a week, like on Fridays at the end of the day, to celebrate some students who did some amazing things that week. Plus, it's an excuse to play the song. Everybody can get on board with that, right? All right, I've got two more here for you. The next one is to use music as a writing prompt. Choose an epic tune like the opening song from Jaws to spark writing creativity. You can play a minute or so of the music and then get students writing. This works best if you use songs without words so that it doesn't influence a student's topic of what they're going to write about. Choose tunes that evoke different moods to keep the creativity fresh. Here's some examples. 
play a song like this. If you want them to write an epic story, or like this. To inspire a more adventurous or mystery story. I'll link to a really great online resource called bensound.com, B-E-N-S-O-U-N-D.com that has a ton of audio clips without words that you can use for these writing prompts. And I'll link to it in the show notes. And finally, the last way that you can use music in the classroom is to have students write their own songs. Students can work individually or in pairs or small groups to develop their own tunes or use a familiar tune and put their own words to it for a topic they're learning about. You can host a sing-off in your classroom and students will hear the same content over and over in a variety of ways. So there you have it. You've got nine ways that you can use music in your classroom. Here's your quick review. Play music as students are arriving in the morning. Play music as a signal for a change of activity. Find songs on topics of what you're learning about in your classroom. Play soft instrumental music while students are working in small groups or independently. Use music to manage the energy level in your classroom. Use music as brain breaks. Play music to celebrate learning as they walk down the red carpet. Use songs as writing prompts. And have students write their own songs about the topics that they're learning about in class. All right, I hope you have an idea or two that you can run with into your classroom today. And remember, all of the information that I talked about today, along with some links to some resources, will be on the website at classroomnook.com forward slash podcast forward slash four for this week's episode. Have a great rest of your week. What do you say we do this again next week? Have an awesome day. Take care.